Six days away from kickoff. T-Row in the morning show, hour three. Kansas State, the team in our spotlight today. And it is always a treat when we welcome in Stan Weber, longtime color analyst for Kansas State football and basketball. Stan, good morning, my friend. Good morning to you, Toby. How are you today, sir? Well, I'm doing very, very well, getting a chance to solidify that the talk is really turning to football now i know conference realignment is out there as well but football conference realignment nfl whatever we want to go to the summer is over so i'm very glad to talk to you well let's start with realignment i'm just interested in knowing your thoughts on what the big 12 has done the last few days well i think they've done a great job uh first of all Reportedly, their contract, the new contract that are going to be associated with in the Big 12, says if you add Power 5 teams to your conference that they'll get a full share of money and you won't have to divvy up the pie that you have together. So if each school is getting 30 to $35 million uh, on their contract as a Big 12 team, you don't have to give some of that money to the Pac-12 teams that are coming in. They actually would get a 30 to $35 million payout themselves. So ABC, ESPN, uh, Fox, whoever's providing the money on the television contract will actually divvy some more money up. Uh, so I think that's very good. I think it solidifies the Big 12. There's been a lot of questions going back to, what, 2010 when we were wondering what the heck's going on. I've always felt like if you had to make this decision, and I don't like making this decision, but if you had to make the decision of where's the weakness in college athletics, which conference really is weak when it comes to the television dollars that drive us, football and then basketball, the interest level in their sport, time zone, all those kind of things, that the Big 12 was always way more solid to me than the Pac-12. If you wanted to ask who's the weakest, I've always thought it's the Pac-12, and now it's kind of come out to play out that way. So it's nice to see the Big 12 uh, get a television contract in place, Toby, have enough teams and enough solid teams that make a lot of sense. I don't know why we wouldn't be considered – the third best conference in the country. You, you're not always trying for third. But in this case, where the SEC and the Big Ten are and the money and, and where they are, obviously they're first and second there. But it's good to be the third. And we still have to see what's going to happen with the ACC. They've got problems with the contract that they have through 35-36. They don't like where they are. Florida State's obviously the biggest voice right now saying we need to do something different. But that conference may decide – there are some changes that need to be made, and that may add to the Big Ten, the SEC, and now I think the Big 12. So it's a very good situation. Excited about the 16 teams that are going to be a part of it. And so the Big 12 ended up 
what, after 15 years of this or whatever, it seems like they are in a very solid position going forward. Let's talk about Kansas State's football team this year, the defending Big 12 champions. There's a lot to like about who's coming back, but I think the biggest question is how to replace who left, most notably Deuce Vaughn. Uh, who's going to tote the rock and who's going to replace all the production that Deuce had for you guys? Well, that's a great question because Deuce Vaughn is, is such a fantastic player. I'm excited for his ability to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys. He grew up loving them, and his dad's a member of the Dallas Cowboys staff. So it's great to see Deuce move on and be successful as a pro. I think he will be. And K-State does have some question marks about how they're going to backfill what he did. One of the ways, Toby, is really to start with the offensive line. Five starters that were there last year, and Taylor Portier, who started the first game and then got hurt, is back. You really have six starting offensive linemen coming back. Uh, with a COVID year, had some of those guys move on. Cooper Beebe. Uh, he decided to come back. His little brother is going to be a part of the K-State team this fall, so he's excited to play with his brother. That offensive line is going to have to be the place you look for to help that production. You know, block just a little bit better. Everybody move their guy a couple more inches, and you might have some soul, some bigger holes. Deuce Vaughn's unbelievable. K-State won't replace him individually. But with Will Howard at quarterback, he really has the capability to distribute the football in whatever way you want. If you want to go empty and have no running backs back there, he could throw passes all day long, Toby, and throw three- and five-yard routes and complete passes and substitute for the running game. But really, D.J. Giddens is the guy to look to. He averaged 5.8 yards a carry last year. Quietly, if you're not a K-State fan, you may not realize he gained 518 yards, had six touchdowns, uh, had also a 36-yard reception and three receptions against Alabama in the Sugar Bowl and rushed for 67 yards in addition to what Deuce Vaughn did. So, you know, we're looking at that running back position. You start with D.J. Giddens, no doubt about that. Uh and then also, you look at Treshawn Ward, who played at Florida State. You know a lot about him, played in the last mm-hmm. game against Oklahoma. Right. He's the other running back. Between those two guys, I think that's where the bulk of the carries will go. But I think they're going to substitute a lot with Will Howard throwing the ball a little bit more uh, to make up for some of the running game deficiencies. And it's not a deficiency. I'm comparing it to what they had with Deuce Vaughn. Uh, K-State's running game could be very good with that offensive line. But they can skin the cat many different ways with the – variability that Will Howard has, uh, his capabilities, his understanding of the offense, allow them to go a lot of different directions, whatever the defense gives them the opportunity to take advantage of. Skin the cat. Drake, see what he did there? Wildcats, skin the cat. He's a professional we're dealing with right here, Draker. Stan Weber. Um, what happened for Will Howard last year? What clicked for him? Is it just matur- uh, maturation, or did he figure something out? Because, boy, he turned into a great quarterback. Well, the thing that he had all along that was not given enough credit at this time last year, <clears throat> when you and I spoke, we probably didn't talk about Will Howard because Adrian Martinez had transferred in from Nebraska. And right. That's where you had to focus. But when I had a chance to talk about Will Howard, uh, the ability that this kid has is incredible. His mind, his understanding of the game, his size, He's an NFL quarterback looking. He's gone to number 18 now from number 15, and he looks like Peyton Manning. He's so big. Uh, this guy had enough confidence in himself to stick with it and keep grinding. He was the best coach you could imagine when Adrian Martinez came in. Just think about the team attitude he had and the inner confidence that this kid had 
to say, I'm going to teach Adrian Martinez everything I can to get him to be ready to be the starting quarterback for K-State. So selfless, but so confident. If I'm given a chance, I'm going to be fine. i got a great career before me. That confidence, that team attitude is playing out. Now, what else happened? I think that his ball became a better spiraling football. Uh, he was fairly accurate as a quarterback all along. Remember, he started games in the last two seasons, actually three now, right? He's been around forever, filling in for Skylar Thompson, first of all, who's now a Miami Dolphins quarterback, and then for Adrian Martinez last year. He knew where to throw the football. Generally, it was an accurate throw, even though they protected him and didn't let him pass you know, a, a large amount of times. He would throw the ball, and it would come in, and it would be a little bit of a knuckleball. It would get there, but it would be hard to catch. And it made the receiver you know, really concentrate, and the ball would fly through the air slightly differently. I think he has just found a confidence over the last summer, not this one, but the one before, to just let it rip. Instead of being so mindful of, okay, I'm trying to aim the ball here, aim is not a good word for quarterback. And I think he got away from it. He just said, I'm not going to aim the ball anymore. I'm going to fire it and believe in myself. And that thing started coming out even more accurately with a beautiful spiral. And ever since that's happened, he has become an elite passing quarterback. The coaches realize it and now understand that they can put the ball in his hand as a passer. And as they built confidence in him, it just added to the confidence that he had. That inner confidence is unbelievable. But he throws a good spiral now. He's always understood where to get the football, but he's extremely accurate, and the coaches and players believe in him. Tell me about K-State defensively this year. Felix Anudike Uzoma, Julius Brent's gone to the NFL. What do you see from him on that side of the ball? Yeah, you mentioned some big names, and that doesn't even add to Echo Boido. Did you hear Echo Boido as a free agent to the Kansas City Chiefs and was with the starting guys the other day? Now, wow. it's because of some injuries and stuff, but he was running with the starters this weekend at practice before the Kansas City Chiefs. So you, got, you lost two great cornerbacks. You lost a couple of great safeties. Uh, obviously, you talk about Felix and UDK Uzama, first-round pick of the Kansas City Chiefs. Eli Huggins is a guy inside that started for a long time. It was really hard to deal with. So there's been a number of turnover uh, at the positions for K-State's defense that was playing great at the end of last year. Uh, Chris Kleiman is a defensive guru. Joe Klanderman was with him at North Dakota State, then on to K-State. Those two guys have tra- traded that 4-3 defense or that 4-2-5 to the 3-3-5. And now after a year or so of running that defense, actually two years, they know it out inside and out. They feel more comfortable making calls, which helps K-State. But what are they going to do? you got to start with Daniel Green. Here's a linebacker who could have graduated, finished his fifth year, decided to come back with that COVID freeze year. So Daniel Green becomes a big part of this defense at the middle linebacker position. Last year he was battling injuries. He did fine, but he didn't dominate to the full level because he was hurt and not practicing very much. That's where K-State starts. Khalid Duke is a very elite pass rusher. He's played linebacker. He's played defensive end. He's going to go back and play defensive end all the time. And then K-State's got some pretty good defensive linemen on the outside, a guy like Nate Matlack, Brendan Mott. They feel like with Khalid Duke, they'll still be able to rush the passer. One of the big questions is how are they going to do against the running game? Eli Huggins took up two blockers every play. He was a warrior out there and really knew what he needed to do with angles. And now Usei Seomala, uh, this kid is a giant. He's like two people in one. You know, does he weigh 320? Does he weigh 360? Wait till you see him run out there. Uh, <laughs> he looks like he is two people. So I don't know if he can have the What's experience to play great. 
Uso Seomalu. Okay. He is he, – he didn't play that much last year, but when he was in there, he was a factor. Now, they didn't want to take Eli Huggins out of the game, right? That makes all the sense in the world. Sure. But this is a guy who physically has an imposing capability to make a big difference on the inside. So you're going to be counting on guys to step it on up. Uh, linebacker, they'll be fine with what they've got out there because Daniel Green is so good. Austin Moore is such a solid player. The linebackers are really good. The defensive line has got to reestablish itself without Felix and UDK Uzama. The cornerbacks without Julius Brent and Echo Boydo doing great in NFL camps right now. And a couple of the guys at safety positions. That's going to be the question mark. How fast do those guys come along? But K-State's turned over their safety position each of the last two years. And I just joke with the transfer portal, guys stepping on up. Uh, it's amazing. Chris Kleiman is a safety when he played at Northern Iowa. He loves helping coach the safeties. Joe Klanderman is responsible for the safeties. They did an amazing job of getting those guys up to speed. Each of the last two years we went into the season, this will be season number three in a row where you say, boy, I wonder what these new safeties are going to be like. And I'm starting to get just a level of confidence to go, ah, I'd better not worry about it because uh, they somehow are able to get these guys up to speed very, very well, and I would expect it to happen again. But that's an area to look at, the whole secondary, uh, a lot of turnover for K-State. Boy, what a time to be uh, a Wildcat right now, huh? The reigning Big 12 champs in football, Elite Eight in basketball. You guys are cooking up there. It really is an exciting time. And uh, Gene Taylor, the athletic director for K-State, has done an amazing job. I've always said uh, the world's pretty simple for me, Toby. The athletic director's main job is hire the right football coach and the right men's basketball coach. If you do that, it's hard to stop the money from flowing in. Okay, you want to build facilities or get better uh, things for your athletes. You can usually do that as long as you win. And he has done just an amazing job. Chris Kleiman fits the culture of K-State. He doesn't try to be Bill Snyder. He's himself, just like he was at North Dakota State. But it's a lot like Bill Snyder. You know, win the dang day was his first thing that he said that K-State fans jumped onto. He's already in his fifth year at K-State. This is his program, his recruits. And he is just a perfect fit as a football coach, used to winning national championships at North Dakota State. So when his team's considered a favorite, it's not a big deal to him. He feels very comfortable. And then Jerome Tang, taking him off the Baylor staff where he'd been with Scott Drew for almost 20 years and bringing him to Manhattan and seeing what he can do and how he leads the the student-athletes, what he does to provide for the university and the enthusiasm there is just incredible. So Gene Taylor's done a fantastic job of hiring those two positions. So you're right, uh, very exciting as we go into 23-24. After finishing what might be, it's great debate, was that the greatest athletic season that K-State has ever had? It is definitely in the debate, along with the 2012 team that won the Big 12 in football, 2012-13 basketball tied for the Big 12 championship, and baseball won the championship as well. Uh, Good argument between those two years, which is the greatest ever, but with uh, the modern side of it, it's great to look into the next season and to see that the Big 12 solidified. We have this weird transition year with 14 teams. Should be a lot of fun, uh, but the coaches at K-State are really on fire right now, and the fans are so excited. I mean, the tickets are just flying off the table. Uh, season ticket sales are the maximum they can be in both football and basketball. Can they win it again? 
Uh, they have a chance to do that. There's no doubt about it. You know, how much do you believe in Texas? I'm sure your audience has fun saying we don't believe in Texas. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I mean, they're the favorite, right? Uh, voted as the favorite going into this 14-team conference. K-State was second. And you don't have to be a part of the top two to get in the game. K-State's got a real chance to get there. I think the competition is going to be high. You know what's different about this year than the last 10 or so, Toby, is there's much uh, schedule-driven factors here. Yeah. We didn't have that for a while. You, you, yeah. you might have home and away or five and four. Oklahoma didn't and Texas didn't. They always had four at home, four away in the neutral site game in Dallas. I get that. But this year, you really got to go down to schedule and start looking at it and seeing, is there a team that picks up an advantage uh, with who they play and who they don't play? Those kind of things. So that curveball kind of changes the mindset a little bit. I think on the football field and the belief in the system, and again, Chris Kleiman is not having any problem being the favorite. At North Dakota State, it was like he was Alabama. They had to win every game. They had to win a national championship or it was a failure. He's been around this, and I think that's a big factor. Oklahoma's been through it time and time and time again where you're the favorites, and it isn't easy when that happens. Complacency could be a part of it. But it doesn't happen at OU. You guys get after it every year. I think K-State has the capability to do that. So, yeah, they got a real chance to be a part of it. And my wild card team, this sounds crazy, doesn't, talking to you, Toby, uh, I look at Oklahoma's schedule and I look up and down and go, that game in Dallas uh, means a lot every year. But other than that, there is a big chance for the Sooners to just run a big win after win after win after win streak. Uh, throughout the conference. They don't play uh, K-State. They don't play Baylor. And a lot of people believe in Texas Tech. You also don't have them on your schedule. So I think Oklahoma is someone you always got to believe in and and be ready for. You've been the elite of the conference for a long, long time in football. And this year with the schedule the way it is, I don't see why you guys aren't going to pick up the momentum and be around. And we don't play in a regular season. How about we play one more time, Toby? One more time. AT&T Stadium, early December. K-State and Oklahoma. I love every picture I see with those two teams' uniforms out there on the field. I don't care which one's wearing the white. Uh, It is a beautiful picture. Let's play one more time in December. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, we don't play in football. Hopefully we see in Arlington. If not, uh, it'll be at your place in basketball season uh, this year, the one and only matchup. So, Stan, thanks, man. I took up too much of your time, but we really appreciate it. Have a great year. Please uh, send my best to Wyatt. Okay. Thank you, and thanks uh, for having me on, and good luck this season. Sorry I won't be seeing you in a press box. We'll see you in Arlington. Okay, like let's do it. See you, let's Stan. Let's do it. Right, there you go. Stan Weber, color analyst for the Kansas State Wildcats, our 15th-ranked team on the countdown. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyke and Toby Rowland here with you today. TJ's on vacay, what, the next, well, five maybe, five more maybe days. Maybe forever if he doesn't yeah. get some bear spray. Well, yeah, mm. Just be sure to make a lot of noise up there, TJ, if you're listening to us. I know that you're a big-time listener uh, when you're on vacation. Yeah, Make lots of noise I mean, while you're on your walks. That's what they usually tell people is try to make yourself larger than the bear. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, we, we all know how difficult that is for TJ. It's not going to happen with TJ. I mean, as frail as he is, he also just is completely... Inf- I don't even know that they can get his arms over his head. Mm-hmm. So everybody uh, thoughts and prayers out to TJ as he goes mm-hmm. into the... Wilderness. Great White North, yeah. That's right. Uh, this hour of the Tier of the Morning Show brought to you by the great people at RK Black. They've been in business over 70 years, bringing you the best in office technology for small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. So if you're listening on the KREF app uh, in Kansas, they're able to serve you, the great people at RK Black. Give them a call at 405-943-9800. Visit rkblack.com to find out how it is they can help your small to medium-sized business today. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line, T-Row. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, lots of things to catch up on, but uh, China worship going to Alaska. Watch out, TJ. Is that true? I don't know what you just said. Was that words? Yeah, China what? worship going to Alaska. Watch out, TJ. I don't know what that means. Uh, I guess there's possibly a warship going to Alaska. A warship. Warship. Okay, I was Not I was saying worship. I, I thought no, you were saying that, that there was some sort of a. Are you saying group. rup or rump arena? <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought there was some sort of a uh, evangelistic church group from the country of China that was headed to Alaska, and uh, so. But you're you're saying a war ship? That's much scarier. Yes. Okay. Yes. A ship. It's just of one war. more thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gator says Oregon State would be fun for the Big 12 because, number one, nicknamed the Beavers. Two, baseball team has Travis Bazana from Australia, the country. Bazana was a, number three, a summer Cape Cod League teammate with Spike. Number four, hashtag Spike was safe. I mean, Oregon State's a big-time baseball program, but irrelevant in pretty much everything else. Washington State, when Leach was there, had some years of relevance, but mm. and uh, and Cal, oh boy! I mean, when's Cal done anything in anything? I mean, it's been, it's a long been time. since Aaron Rodgers, probably. Jason Kidd, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a long time. Uh, Nakatosh, and is that how you say it? Nakedish. Nakedish. Is Louisiana. Uh, so, spelt differently, but it oh, does okay. uh, have N-A and then the O-C-H-E-S. They're the close. End, so. Yeah. They're not exactly the same, but they're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very right. close. Uh, love you, Toby, but uh, cell s- signal is weak on the lake, so app is a no-go. We have satellite radio on the boat, though. Uh, we aren't right. quite on an XM channel just yet. Uh, there's a, I'm not reading that text about, uh, Notre Dame there. Uh, Sooner Girl 71 is listening from Seminole, she says. Uh, thank you. Can I pull our Chevrolet text line? We'll finally get into some K-State text here. Did K-State finally run out of lockets? Yes. I think so. For now. Maybe some grandchildren will start filtering through at some point, but they're, they are locket free. Out of whoa, out of Manhattan, Kansas, out of the seven eight five, says K State's only gotten us in Manhattan once in the last twenty years, probably a while longer. I'm glad we don't have to worry about them coming to Norman anymore. That is true. Yeah, what they have like four the wins. The road team has had the mo- they had success in that mm-hmm. series for the most part for the last especially decade. the last decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, in what world is the new Big 12 better than the ACC? The new Big 12 is delusional on thinking their third best conference. They are a distant, distant fourth. Basically, the old whack. Wow. Uh, better than the old whack. I agree with you, and we talked about this earlier on the show. Mm-hmm. I would still put the ACC ahead of the Big 12. Yep. I think this text is referring to Stan, yep. who said that he feels like the Big 12 is now the third best conference. Um, I think the Big 12 has done an amazing job saving itself and making itself as strong as possible with the additions they've made. Kudos all around. It looked like it might blow up, and it is now a playmaker. It is a player, I should say. But they don't have the big boys at the top, the historic big boys of Clemson, Florida State, Miami. Wherever Florida State and Miami have been the last few years, they are still power brokers in college football. So advantage ACC, in my opinion, in that regard. There are rumdums, as my friend Barry Trammell would say, in both conferences. You could find teams to not be very excited about any given year, from the Boston Colleges and Dukes to the Kansases and Houstons and whoever it may be. But the top of the conference is better in the ACC advantage ACC. Uh, Will Howard looks like Peyton, uh, laughing, crying emoji on the text line. at 18. That's all you need. And he's tall. Yeah. What more do you need? Uh, probably a little bit more to look like Peyton, but it's fine. Omaha. Omaha. One more text, please. Uh, last one here on the text line. That guy has drank the purple Kool-Aid for sure. He being well, Sam Weber. Yeah. He's the color analyst, yeah. and he played there, so he's allowed to drink purple Kool-Aid. That being said, they are the reigning Big 12 champs. By the way, uh, somewhere, some place, Teddy Lehman texting uh, purple Gatorade is the best Gatorade flavor, I'm sure. So, Does he agree with that? Yeah, that the, he says it every given opportunity. Really? Teddy, if you're listening right now, text. Do you agree uh, with that? No. What's your favorite? I on, I Greg. like the uh, green apple. Strawberry kiwi is good, too. Boy, you got exotic on me. That's there. right. Uh, blue Gatorade is the answer. Just give me a color. Blue, That's blue, all I need. <laughs> Not the G2. The, like, the Arctic Blast. Is that what it is? Arctic oh, Blast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah that's I think that's Gatorade. right. Yeah. All right, break time. Uh, 8.33 in the morning. T-Row in the morning show rolls on next. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. All right, if you are a uh, follower of ours on social media, you might have seen earlier, well, this hour, a uh, press release was sent out or post was uh, put out that um, one of our affiliates is going away. Uh, 94.7 FM in Oklahoma City uh, will no longer carry uh, KREF uh, after August 18th will be our last day on 94.7 in Oklahoma City. Um, This is unfortunate. However, 
uh, it doesn't in any way change what we are doing on the ref. They simply had a change of leadership there and have decided to go in a different direction. And don't worry, we will uh, find a, a new answer in Oklahoma City, I'm sure, very soon. But the ref army is strong and has been multiplying like crazy over the last couple of years. The grassroots movement out there for better sports radio in the state of Oklahoma is picking up steam. And we thank all of you, thousands and thousands of you who have made the switch over the last couple of years. Um, 400, listen to this, 425% growth on the ref app over the last two years. That's just the app. 425% growth. And that's not to mention uh, all of our affiliates across the state and all of you who listen to us worldwide. So while this is a bump in the road, and I know a lot of you have enjoyed out there, especially if you're in the Oklahoma City area, uh, being able to pick us up on the 94.7 signal, I understand that. Nothing we can do about this. It's just a, a change in leadership, and sometimes this happens in uh, in radio. And uh, so we'll have further announcements in this regard on down the line. But as always, I encourage everyone, whether you live in Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Norman, or beyond, make sure you've got the app. Listen to us on your car radio coming and going from work. Uh, wherever our affiliates around the state carry the ref. But if you've got the app, then you don't you don't ever have to worry about not being in the range, okay? And, um, you know, I, I think that uh, uh, you guys can back me up on this. We built something pretty special here, something cool. Uh, the lineup after this show is extraordinary. Uh, what Teddy and Tyler do in the afternoon is the best evening drive time show, not just in the market, but in the state. They are tremendous. Mike Steely's a legend. Parker Thune is a shooting rising star. Chris Plank wins national championships every year. Josh Helmer is my favorite Helmer. I know you like Joey Drake. I'm a Josh fan. Again, budding superstar in the market. And uh, once you get past 9 a.m., it is big-time radio, not to mention our game day coverage. Our coverage of the Sooners is second to none. And the high school coverage on KRF.TV has taken over the state. Both sides of the state now. Bixby's on board with us this year. So, I mean, the ref is cooking. And uh, while this is, I'm sure, unfortunate news for some, do not in any way think that this is any kind of a setback. We are rolling, baby. And um, so get the app. No matter where you live, get the app, and we'll keep you updated as we continue to add more affiliates all the time more radio affiliates all the time across the state of Oklahoma and beyond because people are finding out and they've been making the change in droves that this is the place to be.
This is the cool kids' table, Drake. I mean, other than us. Right, right, other than us. And yeah. the, the important thing, and you touched on this too, is that this in no way affects any of our other affiliates or our mothership nope. station as <laughs> far as us sending out content. So if you're listening to us in Norman, if you're listening on our mothership station of 1499.3 FM, then you're fine. You don't have to no do change. anything. If you're listening in Tulsa, same thing. You are on fine the buzz. on the bus. No change. If you're listening in Clinton uh, on KCLI, you're fine. If you're listening in Lawton on KXXR, sorry, I had to think about that one. If you're listening on any of those other affiliates aside from 94.7, you are completely, there's nothing that you have to worry about. But if you're somebody that uh, during your morning commute, it's convenient for you to, or afternoon commutes, just convenient for you to listen to 94.7. We understand that. Um, but, you know, whenever you're doing business with a big corporation like iHeart is, you always, uh, you always things get, the, yeah, I mean, things are, decisions are made that are even yeah. outside of the hands of the local management. Right. And things like this happen. It's unfortunate, but we're going to continue to bring you the best in Sooner coverage 24-7. For all sports, especially OU football, though. Get the app. Get the app, everybody. Get the app. Uh, we're growing like crazy. We we uh, uh, we are far and away the most tech-savvy station going as far as social media. Uh, obviously, the app has exploded. The way we interact with everyone on the text line, all that kind of stuff. So get the app. Then no matter where you live, you're good. If you, if you are able to pick up one of our many affiliates around the state, please uh, listen on our radio affiliates when you're in your car. But if not, no matter where you go, vacation, to the lake, you know, if you're going to get a place at the lake, get one near the cell tower, for Pete's sake. Who is the you – know, uh, traveling around the world, we have listeners that chime in all the time from other countries. TJ, uh, Drake, I need – you know that thing in the afternoon that Tyler does where he tells where everybody's listening from? Mm-hmm. How do I get that? How do I get access to that? Uh, I can check on that. I would like I would like to uh, do that in the mornings. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I, it's always great to see where people are listening to us from around. Yeah, the and world. like golfer giveaways, they'll say, and like uh, another uh, place that somebody had texted in from this morning was Lake Martin in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's great. We're uh, listen. We're cooking with gas. Things are going great. We're a runaway truck. Uh, the ref is doing big things. This gridiron giveaway is awesome. Numbers are through the roof. Every time we're on campus for game days and stuff, it's become a zoo. It's awesome. It is awesome what is going on right now. It is a grassroots movement for better sports radio in the state of Oklahoma. Not the same old, same old, same old, okay? And thank you to everybody who has just blasted our listener numbers through the roof the last couple of years. That's not stopping. So get the app. We will keep you updated as developments unfold, as new affiliates are no doubt added around the state uh, all the time. Anything I need to add there, Drake, or are we good? No, I mean, like you said, the 425% growth, I mean, over 25 million impressions on the app the last year i mean that pretty much says it all we'll take a break back after this 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. No TJ Perry, no Chris Plank. You're stuck with uh, T-Row and myself, I think, all week? Huh. Interesting. Chris Plank, TJ Perry, going on vacation together, obviously. Both no, of them going no, on Alaska no. cruise. No, no, no. No? no, no, no okay. No, no, no. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. okay. I think Plank vacations with the Gassos, doesn't he? Uh, that seems right. That seems, seems right. right. Absolutely. Seems right. Mm-hmm. We're at least going to say it as if it's true. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at RK Black. Been in business over 70 years, bringing the best in office technology to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. So uh, we mentioned the KREF app quite a bit last segment. Uh, if you're listening on that in the state of Kansas, RK Black can help you with your small or medium-sized business. Give them a call at 405-943-9800. Or visit them at rkblack.com. Um, a quick programming note as far as high school events go this week, by the way, T-Row. They start getting amped up. You talked about the addition what? of Bixby. We have the official first Bixby. Is that Bixby or Bixby? Bixby. Bixby. Yeah. Uh, event this week. Fast pitch, softball, and volleyball both get started up wow. this week. We've got, let's see, uh, one, two, three. Uh, this two fast pitch softball. Yep, two fast pitch softball games. You've got Westmore hosting more tonight. Tonight at six thirty. That's the uh, more war. Three uh, volleyball games tomorrow night. Norman North at Deer Creek. UConn at Westmore. Bixby at Edmond Memorial. And then Thursday, you've got Southmore at UConn fast pitch softball, and then Piedmont at Moore for volleyball. Edmond Santa Fe at UConn volleyball and then Edmund Santa Fe at Southmore as well. So, uh, yeah. Hey man, this, uh, KRF.TV thing is another thing that's KRF just Sports. exploded. Yeah. KRFSports.TV is exploded. High school coverage mm-hmm. unparalleled. These guys do a great job. So yep. check it out. Absolutely. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, speaking of the hosts on the station, you have to give Travis props. Great job filling yeah. in for part-time Teddy. Good point. Uh, by the way, I did have a couple of uh, – uh, you know, Travis is a great uh, addition to our team. Uh, Teddy did text in Fierce Grape mm-hmm. is his uh, flavor of choice, Gatorade. That's right. And I was wrong. Uh, Andrew Shepard corrected me. There is still a locket on Kansas State. Sterling Lockett, son of Kevin, brother of Tyler, Red shirt freshman wide receiver on Kansas State, so they are not out of lockets. Uh, out of the nine one way nine one eight on look the at uh, Spotter Shep yeah. already, already spotting in a uh, mid season form. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also a uh, closet K State, State fan. fan. Yeah. No closet about it. Yeah. He's when OU plays K State, he wears purple to the booth. It's it's very awkward. Too. It is uncomfortable, but you know. Uh, I it it is fitting though. We don't give them a paycheck for those games though, so at least we have that working for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine one eight says I'm listening from Henrietta, Oklahoma. 
Home of the Fighting Hens, home of Troy Aikman. That's right. Drake, you didn't know that. Uh, I did know the Troy Aikman part. No, you didn't know Might not have known the Fighting Hens, though. No. How about that? Uh, BFC on the text line, I'll mail a letter uh, like Sporting News in 1976 over this 94-7 stuff. Thank you. No need to mail a letter. Just, you know, get the app. That's right. That's all you need to do. Bumpy Rhodes says, I'm listening live in Disney, Oklahoma. Huh? I guess there's a, a Disney, Oklahoma. Uh, boy, how come you don't live there? Hmm. Is that true? I'm looking it up. I, I never heard of Disney. I'm Oklahoma. guessing there so. It seems like Disney, every Oklahoma. single time there's any type Lake? of storm coverage, there's a new city that I've that. never even heard of. I never heard of Disney. And you, I don't think that you listed your favorite uh, Oklahoma City or town name, Godibo, whenever you're listening off. I did not. Yep, no. Godibo gets us. Yep. That's right. Uh, so what channel can you? I listen to you on? If you're in more Oklahoma, you should be able to pick up the 1400 sure. uh, signal and more. The rest easily. That's right. That's our flag, sure. our mothership station. 99.3 maybe as well. Yeah. FM. Yeah. And streaming the app in beautiful downtown Burbank, Oklahoma. Burbank is in California. Everybody knows Burbank is in California. Yeah. Burbank, and... Oklahoma. Draker, do you know where that is? I do not. You want to take a guess? Um, I know where Burbank, California is. No, no I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Burbank, Oklahoma is north, north, kind of northeast. Okay. But not Tulsa, like north and, okay, I'm explaining this terribly. Think of Ponca City and Tulsa. It's kind of in between there. So up in that quadrant, Pawhuska area, Uh, you know, the, um. Pioneer Woman probably okay. goes through Burbank all the time. Okay. Uh, also getting confirmations on the text line that Disney Oklahoma is near Grand Lake. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. Cool. Okay, that's it for us today. Who's coming up next, Drake? Uh, we've got Josh Helmer filling in for Plank and Connor Pasby on the board with them today. Sounds great. Stick around, everybody. Thanks to Stan Weber for joining us today. Great job, Drake. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app.